0: Okay, so I don't know what our theme music is, but there you go. And I am Hillary. I am Davida. And we are the two Pilates Chicks. And this is episode four. four. (laughs) (laughs) Season three. Um, And again... Thank you, Pilates Nerd, Karen, for our sponsor today. Because we're wearing your shirts. Because we're wearing your shirts. <laughs> Check out her stuff online. We love her. Um But, Davida, I'm so excited about our whole podcast today. So we'll try to, like, not go, like, forever. But we kind of <laughs> narrowed it down. But... Tell us, Davida,
1: what is our podcast chat today? Today, we are discussing the idea of business versus self-care in terms of boundaries, scheduling our clients, um, and our client load and self-care.
0: Yeah, Yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. This is something that I think is a constant work as a teacher. Yes. Like, I feel like you have that one to five years, and this is kind of where you are, and then you're teaching five to whatever, and it's like things kind of shift. Um <clears throat> but let's, you want to
1: start with scheduling? Because I think that's a yeah, big one. that's a huge one.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like silence. Yeah, Because there's just so much there. It's so much. <laughs> well, I mean, and we started talking about it uh, before that when we're new teacher we just kind of take whatever we can well like oh yeah. you want 5 a.m okay you want 5 p.m okay same day uh, it's okay same, <laughs> yeah i'll take a nap in between and you know that's what we do for many years we just try to get because you're building your clientele and you want clients and i think that's okay to do when you're new and young and just trying to do at the studio and taking what you yeah. can get because you're the new teacher too kind of have to go through the Dredge work. first, (laughs) like being in a law firm and you're like the lovely little lawyer. Yeah, Yeah, work your way up Um, But now as more experienced teachers having taught for many years at this point we've learned what our boundaries are in terms of when our scheduling what hours work for us in teaching Mm -hmm. how many clients in a row works for us before we need to take a break How many? And taking a break, speaking of that, because you actually are on a break. Yes. Yeah.
0: You actually actually take a a break. Yeah. She actually is on staycation. Staycation. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nice. It's so nice, which is why we're doing a bike ride later.
1: So lovely. Yeah. But Um, yeah, that's important too. But definitely. and so, And what's that number that works for you of how many clients in a day? So the number before you need a little break in the day, the number total that you can manage in a day.
0: Well, and, and, and that you brought up a good point with the breaks because, like, I'm the type of teacher that I have to have back-to-back mm-hmm. and then be done. Yeah. If I have a break, I crash. Yeah. I had another teacher that worked with me. She could do three clients, then she needed a break.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: she would do three more clients, and I'd be like, oh, I would die. <laughs> that would not be good for me. But then do you like to do six in a row? Um. So in Houston, when I had been there for twenty Twenty whatever years, I had, like, my Monday was eight hours. Mm. My Tuesday was six. My Wednesday was eight. My Thursday was four. And my Friday, I ended at noon. Mm. So I knew. But then, you know, usually, someone cancels. Right. Someone reschedules. But it would be those eight-hour days where I'd wake up going, oh, my God, how am I going to get through this day? Yeah. And then if, if someone would cancel or be late, and I'd get a little more, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that was probably a bit much, but that's what I did. That's and what the, it was. these were clients that I'd had for twenty some odd years, and I wasn't about to give them up, right? But that kind of brings us into, I think, the next. Yeah. The COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, then that's what the COVID lockdown forced us to wipe evaluate. our schedules clean, mm-hmm. start new, evaluate what actually works. Um, I feel like we
0: should give a little background because this, I think, is so interesting, our story of us. <laughs> because you we met at the PMA when I did a workshop and, and Davida came. But I moved here to L.A. and opened my studio on January 6, 2020. <laughs> and you drove by and saw. Mm-hmm. And so she came in, introduced herself. And we had and then you were like, Oh, can I, you know, schedule a session with you and come to yeah. a session so she's like, like, Oh,
1: New Pilates studio. Yeah, and she's right
0: up the street. And you're at Brentwood Country Club yeah, where she I runs their right program. Yeah. Um and we had one lesson in the studio. Was it one and lesson? I think there
1: was one lesson in person in the studio. And then we
0: Locked shut down, down. March thirteenth, I think it was. Yep. Yep. And um and so I had Davida. Once, for and then sure. I had one other consistent client at that point. The rest were kind of I was building, yeah. And I had rent <laughs> and bills, and um, and then I talked with you, and you're like, well, "Let's do virtual," because yeah. your husband, brilliant man that he is, got a reformer, got a reformer for, our for the house, living room. Because <laughs> she's like, "Oh, we all thought it would be three weeks. That's what they said. Right, three weeks shut down, two, three two weeks. to three weeks. Yeah. We're like, oh, we can handle that." And he's like, "Uh, I don't think that's what happened. He's like, I
1: think we should get you a reformer. (laughs) And I said, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to have a reformer in our living room. In the house. (laughs) (laughs) And I have my studio. I can go do whatever. He's on my reformer. That's ridiculous. And he was like, I think this is going to be longer than you think. And he turned around. He was like, if we get a reformer. Just which one would you get? And he just went and got it. It got delivered. And then the next week, everyone was trying to get reformers. Yeah. And everything was sold out. So we got our reformer <laughs> right. right away. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so then Debbie is like, well, let's just do virtual. So we, you never missed, not once. Nope. Yeah. We did virtual
1: for- Every week. How long, like a year and a A year and a
0: half because we were shut down Yeah, and people are going in other parts of the country a year. And
1: yeah, we were shut down for a year and a half. Like I think I taught virtually my clients for 18 months Mm -hmm. until I went back to my studio. Yeah. Y'all
0: were, y'all had to go through because you're a big country club. So Mm -hmm. there was a little more work they had to go through before opening than I did. Yeah. Because you you were a little bit. I was a few months behind. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what we talked about a lot was our scheduling. Mm -hmm. And so for you,
1: this whole COVID shutdown, because you had a full schedule. I had a crazy schedule where I was doing, um, you know, I teach on the clock. So California law, like labor laws, you have to clock out by the fifth hour for a half hour. So I would have a mandatory break to clock out, but I would teach through it. So I would clock out. And then, you know, you just keep working. That's what a lot of trainers do. It's like, just, just keep working. So I would have like five and a half to six hours on my feet back to back. My back was killing me. My feet were killing me. I was tired, but I did this for like seven years. Yeah. Kind of like I did in Houston. That's what it was. That's That's just what what it was. I had these clients for a long time. Nobody was Moving, moving, leaving. No one was leaving their schedule. Everyone was keeping their slots. I'm not going to kick people out. I didn't have an assistant teacher nope. at the time, which now we do. Over there, hey, but. shout out to Effie. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, you know, it, it just was what it was. And once the COVID lockdown, it was like, okay, we're not going to be at the studio for uh, two, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, two weeks. Two yeah, weeks at that point. And then it was who knows when. And so it wiped my schedule clean. I reached out to all my clients that weekend that we were like locked down. I don't know what's no, happening. Yeah, who wants virtual? Who wants? Uh, at that time, I offered even at home. In yeah, because they were saying like you could go outside or whatever. Yeah. Like- or well, we, we just kinda, didn't. We didn't quite, know a lot at that point. We just didn't know. Nobody quite knew yet, and so uh, I quickly realized I shouldn't be going to people's homes. <laughs> I did like a day of going, I think, in person, and then from then on it was just strictly virtual. And so people reached out and said, "Oh, can I do this time or that time?" And I just rebuilt a schedule, virtually, a new, one, a new one, brand new, brand new. And um, so I, instead of teaching eight hours a day, <clears throat> maybe I was teaching. Four, And we figured virtual was a lot more draining. Yeah.
0: And a lot more, it was just more difficult for your mind and your body. We started talking about our body
1: pains and things that were happening. I'd never been a computer desk position. Sitting for four hours. (laughs) Previously having been a dancer and then like teaching. And then I'd never been sitting in a computer. So lots of different issues that came up versus the issues we were used to teaching in person. Yep. Different pros, different cons for both. Yeah. I think there are pros and cons
0: for both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's a silver lining of the virtual and and that, you know, we can continue it now. But yeah, it kind of showed you, you had to like just wipe it clean Mm -hmm. and then rebuild, but you could kind of rebuild it going, oh, hey, this is better and this works better and for this me this works better this for me sustainable yeah and yeah. then when you went back into i feel like you had you had stronger
1: you said i'm going to keep these boundaries cuz i like this cuz it works for me i'm mm-hmm. not dreading my schedule i'm enjoying teaching, teaching and teaching i'm more. recharged and yeah. i feel better and yeah yeah cuz i
0: think for me it was the opposite in terms <laughs> of i had nothing <laughs> on my schedule I was forced you know I had um a handful of clients um and again they were like well I'll just wait till you reopen and um I don't know and then I had one I'll name her Pam who oh my gosh she did virtuals and she did them three days a week with me she pretty much paid my rent with (laughs) other things um and then I had you Mm -hmm. but that was Kind of, and then I had some people in Houston that kind of jumped back in with me, yeah. teachers and, and clients. Which is what the virtual has been amazing. So amazing, because now I have a lot of my old clients that yeah. I see every week virtually in
1: Houston, which is like a joy, because that was hard. Because that you probably never expected when you moved no, I to was be like, able to do that. I mean,
0: we had tears. One yeah. of my clients, Janine, was like, she actually got mad at me when I moved. <laughs> and now I get to see her again. So yeah. we see each other every Friday.
1: So that's one of the silver linings. It's the silver yeah. lining.
0: But it also taught me kind of what you learned, but in a different way. Cause I Mm. had moved here thinking, I have to have eight clients. I've got to make this. I've got to have this many clients. I've got a year to build to, I had a year in my head of this is what I need to do to rebuild. To rebuild. So by a year, I need to have this. Well, (laughs) we were shut down for a year the first year. So when we came, when I came back, I had to keep that in my mind. Like, wait, I've been here over a year, but not really. Right. I wasn't open, really. So I've got to reevaluate that. And then I reevaluated the fact that, oh, I don't want eight hours, six mm. hours, eight hours, eight hours. I want a life. Yeah. Because COVID kind of gave us that feeling of, like, like you and I would go on a hike, not together, because <laughs> we were shut down, um, but bike and hike and be out and doing things. Yeah. And I didn't get that in Houston because no offense, but it's humid and hot half the time and you don't do (laughs) things outside. And I realized we moved here for a reason. I need to enjoy it. There's nice weather here. There's nice weather. And I realized how burnt out I was. And I realized that it was, you know, even though you're, when you're in it, you may not realize that. Definitely. But the COVID lockdown and the shutdown being for as long as it was really showed what we needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And that's kind of like, what's the number in terms of clients? Like what's that everybody's number different. that works? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember as a young teacher hearing some, uh, some other teachers and trainers at gyms I worked at saying like, Oh yeah, I taught 10 sessions today. Cool. And I was like, Oh my God, I would die. And on a couple of days in which that just happened to get scheduled, I would die. was absolutely <laughs> exhausted. No. And it just doesn't work for me. No. And so I've learned my number of sessions per day or sessions per week of what works for me to not feel burnt out, but not feel bored. Yeah. And feel connected, feel like I'm making what I want in my business, but also balancing my self-care. And like you're saying, getting to hike and bike and do my thing. And have a
0: life. Because yeah. we're married. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you have, you know, friends or you're married or you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, you've got to have an outdoor. You have to have an outside life the studio. Yeah. Because it feeds into your teaching as well. Mm -hmm. But I think your your whole thing right there fed into um, kind of that next little subject of that cultural success. Yeah. Meaning, you know, you don't have to have those 10 clients. Right. Because I like what you were talking about with um, what you kind of noticed about the, the
1: u.s the, the the united states kind mm. of gen- generalizing but yeah. what you said about the that. culture of the states being a very productivity based culture where we're kind of well we're very much taught that our worth is based on our monetary value what we bring in mm-hmm. what we make what we
0: have
1: what like we materials have, yeah yeah what we do in terms of our field of work and um And that I think a lot of people since the COVID pandemic have been realizing, again, like we're saying, like, oh, this doesn't work for me.
0: Yeah. This is no longer important.
1: Yeah. Like, it's more important to have a balance. And, of course, this is talking from, like, a status of privilege. Like, we're able to say, I don't want to teach 10 a day.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, you know, a single, because I have students in my training that they're single.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't
0: have insurance. They don't have a spouse. They mm-hmm. don't have a family that supports them. Yeah, and that situation, you do have to go out there and and fill your schedule so you as can as make rent, much as you pay for food, and all yeah. this stuff. Um, but that's a
1: much harder finding that balance. But you have still yeah. got to try. Yeah, but it's a lot a lot harder. It's a lot harder, and then you find ways in which. The balance works for you. So, for that person, they need to teach as much as possible to feel financially stable. Yeah. Versus when you're in a more stable situation, you can say, "You know what? I need this. I need instead. yeah. Like I need five people a day, or four sessions a day, or six, um, where that makes me feel financially stable and yeah. healthy for myself yeah. as a person and balanced as a teacher." Because I think that what you just said,
0: financially stable, that is different for every person. Yes. Yeah. What people need in their life or want in fulfillment of monetary or, you know, um, relationships is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So figuring that out in your balance of yeah. your personal life and your teaching is probably something you'd need to look at. Like what, that was a good thing to think. What do I need? in terms of my salary as a teacher, to feel yeah. secure in this aspect.
1: Yeah, which is why when I was thinking about this subject, and I was thinking about, like, business versus self-care. Like, what, how to balance very that. they're
0: very different. It's very really different. hard to balance. And I feel like the balance shifts as
1: you continue teaching and you age and mm-hmm. your life changes. Yeah. And it, you have different needs maybe at a certain point. You have a kid, or you buy a house, or whatever. Like other things are financially draining. Draining, yeah. <laughs> and um, or our puppies, and our puppies—they're <laughs> expensive. Our babies, yeah. Um, <laughs> we just don't have to pay for college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but all the things, and also things we want to pay for, like a trip or a workshop or a trip to a workshop. Those, yeah, because those are expensive.
0: If you think of a hotel and flight. It's a
1: lot. And the I, time off work that you're not going to be. That able you're to not get getting paid.
0: Yeah. And I think that kind of brings us into this whole, you know, cre- your your balance of life. And this COVID situation has created a whole new aspect in the personal care in terms mm-hmm. of, and we've talked a lot about this, about our own, um, like, comfort level. Yeah. And knowing what you're comfortable doing and not doing. But also, if as a teacher we get COVID, that's two weeks of not being paid. That's yeah. two weeks of not working. And that right there is like, that's an added kind of like stressor, stressor yeah. of, you know, now we have this to kind of think about because, yeah, you don't work unless you know unless you're an employee or well yeah even then no
1: even then, even yeah, then, then no. <laughs> no. no like wait right, no,
0: no that's wrong yeah. um it's not salary um. <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> hey no <laughs> um but yeah that's something we have to also you know sickness and um like I had my knee down or um, yeah. things like where you realize you're going to be out where the virtual also kind of helps out definitely and it's a little bit
1: of like well okay because then you can still like still be teaching virtually. Maybe not with COVID. Maybe so much. But. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say maybe if you're sick and you're, you're just contagious, but you don't feel bad. Maybe you're comfortable still yeah. teaching virtually if you have the energy. But that's also part of self care. Maybe it's okay to take that break yeah. and let yourself rest because that's yeah. necessary. Remember, I
0: was like I had my knee surgery on a
1: I forget the day,
0: but and it was like two days later was our normal. Yeah. Session and you're like mm, maybe like, maybe you just want to like not maybe you should just rest maybe just rest <laughs> and we moved you to the end of the week or whatever yeah. it was and and you and like, I was fine yeah and you were like that was really, really that was exhausting. really good <laughs> because I was like worthless
1: <laughs> exhausted
0: but yeah but it's like realizing okay yeah I'm not making the money and I'm but you can let that go for that moment
1: mm-hmm. and then maybe
0: just kind of push yeah it's it's, it's just that self care and business
1: that kind of are really hard to balance out sometimes it's hard to balance and especially if you have financial stressors and societal stressors that are pushing and like this week like we said that i'm taking my little staycation mm-hmm. and i definitely battled with guilt about taking oh, the yeah. week off
0: because you're
1: home too it's like right. you didn't leave the city right so the so, clients know it's
0: like well you're, you're yeah, here
1: here <laughs> We did take a little drive out for the weekend, but then it yeah. was like we are here. We're in the state still, um, and so it's kind of funny. But it's so nice because I don't have the stress of travel, and I'm just you taking can just a break. wake
0: up when you wake <laughs> up.
1: She rode her bike here. Got to ride my bike to Pilates, and then
0: had a session. And then we're gonna. I brought my bike, and we're gonna hop on our bikes. <laughs> And go off, because I actually cleared my afternoon knowing we were going to do our podcast. And, and I knew, because we time it, we know. It's almost up. <laughs> but I knew, and I was like, you know what? Normally, you're my afternoon anyway, yeah. and other people. So I just moved them to different days. Yeah.
1: It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to do that and just make a slightly different week schedule and something novel for the...
0: Yeah. And I week. feel like that again goes into your personal care of like just giving those moments of like, oh, ah, yeah.
1: breathe. Well, and because we give so much to our clients all day, all week, all the time, that taking some time for ourselves can feel selfish sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I should be teaching or I should be blah, 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 working. I should, yeah. should, should. It's like, well, but no, we also should be taking care of ourselves yeah. sometimes. because
0: our clients are not at home going, well, I should be going to Pilates today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, it doesn't work for you today. Yeah, either. I mean, I got things I got to do. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, just kind of finding that, I think the hardest thing is finding the schedule that works for
1: you. Yeah. Which is going to change it as your life change. changes. Yeah, life changes. hmm issues come up and different reasons, but I have found my magic number. Yeah. And I think that makes, but it took how many years did it t- take us to find our magic number? Over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's not like year five. I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. I know. But then, and even still today, I'll tell my husband, Oh, I, this new client, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I thought you weren't taking new clients. New clients. I thought you were booked out. Oh, well, I am, but, you know, just this one time and this and then. <laughs> so, but it's important to find your balance and stick to it. Set your boundaries to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, is I used to do this.
0: We'll leave on this note, but I used to do this. I don't know if you did this, but you know how ev- Someone cancels every during the week. Someone leaves town. Someone goes on vacation. I have a dentist appointment. I have this. So you always have in a week these little slots that just pop open. Mm -hmm. And so I would always accept that new client knowing here's these little. So I actually right now, which really works for me, is I have very few clients that have a set time. Hmm. And the rest we book week to week. Oh, nice. Which gives me a little more control over, oh, I don't offer that day. Yeah. Which I didn't have before. That's nice. Yeah. So that's something I learned with COVID. And it was like, he's like, well, cause I'm booked,
1: mm-hmm.
0: booked, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but you know, when the client's like, well, I don't really, you know, I don't know what I want to do. And it's like, okay, well, we can just go week by week. Yeah. And then it kind of worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People's schedules change week to week too. Yeah. And I think now seems to be more of that than before. I feel like yeah. people's routines are not not as, strict. not as strict. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we don't have to be in ours. Yeah. There's more flexibility, mm-hmm.
1: which is nice. Because things nice. do change seasonally. And
0: I think it keeps you from also falling into that rut, We're talking about personal care and scheduling, of like your day being the same every day, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yes. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> that Charlie Brown. Yeah.
1: That was <laughs>
0: <right> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'll have our theme music come in. But that was that was good. Okay. So y'all take care of your teaching. Y'all take care of yourselves. It's you're the most important. Because if you're not healthy,
1: yeah, your clients aren't going to get the best of you. That old saying: put your own oxygen mask. First, First,
0: then, then to the other. others. <laughs> then help other people. <laughs> but don't grab other people's oxygen masks. No, that's just rude. <laughs> it's just <laughs> rude. <laughs> There's enough of that in the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was good. Yay. 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 We'll dun, talk. Da, dun. Later. Dun, 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 <laughs> theme music.
1: <laughs> Bye.